Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, October 25th. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. South Dakota has reportedly selected Corn Ferry to assist with its AD search, per College AD. A reminder for those interested in leading the Coyotes, the D1 dossier for the position is ready. Accordingly, new Corn Ferry head of collegiate athletics Jenna McLaughlin sat down with Extra Points Matt Brown at the 2023 Women Leaders in Sports National Convention to discuss her new role and firm. McLaughlin stating, When I was thinking about taking the leap and joining Corn Ferry, I reflected on all the conversations I've had with women in the past about women being leaders and the need to take positions of leadership. Listen, a lot of women like to be number two or don't say, I want to be an AD. That's completely fine. We're all the architects of our own career. But when I reflected on what I want for this industry, when I had this opportunity it was a chance for me to lean in and be an example of all the conversations I've had. LSU Executive Deputy AD and COO Kelly Zinn caught up with Athletic Director Yuz Ty M. Brown at the 2023 Women Leaders in Sports National Convention to discuss how the evolution of leadership as a senior administrator prepares you for the big chair. Zinn breaks down the strategies she tapped into when transitioning from West Virginia to LSU, including how she got to know a 350-person staff and how she established alignment with Tigers AD Scott Woodward. Zinn also emphasizes the importance of autonomy and shares how she deliberately empowers her staff, for as long as I could remember getting into a true leadership capacity, I've always tried to allow people around me to walk within the authority that they've been given, and I think that's so important. I can think back to people who allowed me to do that and not only was it great for the experience, but there's a confidence in that that I think is built and created. Most people have some level of insecurity that they have to overcome, and I think the more that you have people above you and around you who say, you can go do this, go do it, but do it in a way not where they feel overwhelmed or that, oh my gosh, I'm alone, in this expectation and instead that you just have the confidence in them to go get that job done, I try and do that. Bradley President Stephen Standiford announced plans for an academic restructuring aimed at erasing a $13 million budget shortfall. Asked if the 10% reduction in expenses will impact athletics, Braves AD Chris Reynolds stating, I would just say that's a question for the Board of Trustees and Steve, they're undergoing the review. They've been moving forward with the process of evaluating the academic side of the house since July. I'm here to do my job, and that's what I was hired to do. Until I'm told anything, or otherwise, I just keep my head down and keep supporting our student-athletes. I'm really excited about what they're doing on the field and the court, in the classroom, and what they're doing in the community. So, I stick to that. Jurors found Baylor negligent and in violation of Title IX in the federal civil trial brought on by Bears alumna Dolores Lozano's 2016 lawsuit claiming the school's admitted campus-wide failures in addressing sexual violence put her at risk for assault. The jury awarded Lozano $270,000 for the negligence claim but there was no financial award for the Title IX violation. Lozano stating, after all this time it was never about me, or just Baylor, and it was definitely never about the money. It was about all the women across college campuses who go unheard. I want to tell them I see you, I hear you, and I'm standing for you and this was about all of us. Baylor's statement, we are obviously disappointed in the decision in this case, as we continue to contend that Baylor coaches and employees in athletics and across the campus reported and handled these incidents in the correct, legally and clinically prescribed manner. FBS teams are going for it on fourth down nearly a percentage point more than previous years, with one of the lowest success rates in the last decade, per the athletics Seth Emerson. 
Data from TrueMedia shows that the rate at which teams go for it in their own territory in the first three quarters has ballooned from 5% in 2019 to 7.3% this season. Georgia football head coach Kirby Smart, whose Bulldogs have the best fourth-down conversion rate in FBS since 2021, historically, teams have probably been overly conservative. Coaches have been overly conservative. Now, they're probably erring towards overly aggressive. I think it depends on the flow of the game. I think it depends on your defense and the kicking game. If you're not giving up a lot to take a smaller risk then you're gaining a chance to score points. At the end of the day, the ultimate goal is to score more points than the other team. It's hard to say what's right or wrong, it only comes out right if it works. It only comes out wrong if it doesn't. But I don't look at it that way. I only look at it as can you out-execute the other team, and can you stop the other team, and what you think the point totals are going to be. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, October 25th. We'll see you back here this afternoon.